Surprise! It's a special bonus episode. We've been holed up working hard on the next season, but we wanted to make this for you right now. I feel like I'm keeping a secret because I'm so excited about the new stories we're working on. Earlier this month, I touched a fossil that was 30 million years old. Did it say, stop touching me, leave me alone. (laughs) You've disturbed my long slumber. (laughs) Well, don't forget, we're always accepting your science questions too. So please keep sending them to us. Speaking of sending us recordings, we still have a few encore shows left to play while we get ready for the new season. You might have noticed we've had listeners introduce their favorite shows Next week, that could be you. Send us a recording with your name and the title of your favorite show and tell us why you like it, especially if it's because I say something funny. You can email it to tumblepodcast at gmail.com or submit it through the contact form on our website. Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Welcome to Tumble, the show where we explore stories of science discovery. We have a whole bunch of your awesome questions about bugs. We'll talk about the bugs you can find near your home, how ants let each other know about their delicious food finds, and Mm. if bats fly at night so that they can eat more bugs. Or maybe they fly at night just because that's when the cool bands play. Our first guest is Joe Hansen, host of the PBS digital video series, It's Okay to Be Smart. We invited Joe to come hang out with us and tumble listeners at our bug hunt party earlier this summer. He showed up with a full case of beautiful butterfly specimens, as you do, and a whole bunch of acquired knowledge about insects. I didn't used to love bugs, but it's one of those things in like biology where the more you learn about it, about how they look the way they look, how they behave the way they behave, they just become more interesting uh, and you fall in love with them after a while. Our listener Paloma had a lot of questions for him. Why do insects have six legs and not just four? That's a great question. Why do you think it might be good for an insect to have six legs instead of two or four? Because um, maybe they can walk better on six legs. Have you ever watched an ant move around, how fast they can move? Yes, I have. So ants can move really fast because they have six legs to push them around. And sometimes they can climb stuff better or hang on flowers better because they have more legs to grab on with. So that's kind of a cool little thing, huh? You could go look at things like spiders and bees and see how they use their legs and see if if you think having six or eight legs helps them out. Why do mosquitoes drink blood? That's a good question. So not all mosquitoes drink blood. Yeah, I know. Only female mosquitoes do? Only female mosquitoes do. They like blood because blood actually has a lot of vitamins and energy in it. So it's just, it's like a food for them. And who knows how they found it, but the females really like it. They need it to feed their eggs for all of their babies. Oh. I kind of wish that they that they didn't like blood so much. Yeah. Yes, it's very annoying. Male mosquitoes, what do you think they eat if they don't eat blood? I don't know. What do butterflies and bees like to eat? Nectar. That's what male mosquitoes like to eat. So the boy mosquitoes, they're our friends, right? All my friends are boy mosquitoes. They hang out every night. And they never bite you. (laughs) Never bite me. 
you know, most bugs are your friends, but some of them you do want to stay away from. So you want to be able to tell the difference. And they do a lot of stuff in our houses. You know, there's friendly spiders that keep mosquitoes away. There's bees that help us eat all the foods and the fruits and vegetables that we eat. Uh, the more you know about this stuff, it just makes, you know, walking around the neighborhood so much more fun, makes dinner so much more fun, everything. Marshall, remember our episode about ant evolution with Corey Moreau? Yeah, where I learned that all the ants in the world are about as heavy as all the humans in the world. My God. I know. My mind is still blown by that one. Also, the image of all the ants and all the humans in the world <laughs> on a scale, like I'm still trying to wrap It'd my mind around that. a very large scale. Yeah. Lots of our listeners had more questions about ants. This one comes from Liesl Greger in New Hampshire. My question is, when it, one ant finds food, how do the other ants find out? Liesl didn't just have questions. She had an idea of what the answer might be. Um, I think they communicate by, like, this ant language. I'm surprised she doesn't already speak ant. I mean, everybody speaks ant. They teach it in elementary school. Uh, can you say something in ant? <laughs> that means, where's the bathroom? Corey's recorded a real answer for us. Hi, Tumble podcast listeners. This is Corey Moreau from the Field Museum of Natural History in Chicago. And I'm here to reply to Liesl. Liesl, you asked a great question about how does one ant share that they've found a great food source. Um, and you were very spot on. You actually talked about ants having a language. And that's in fact what they do. Many social insects communicate through what are called pheromones. And essentially, it's almost like a way that they smell. So they don't actually have mouths that are talking like we do, but they're able to communicate through chemicals. So the chemicals they put out in the air tell each other about what kind of things are happening in the environment. So they find a great food source. They'll lay down a foraging trail pheromone that tells other individuals to follow them back to that food source. If there's an intruder into the nest, they can release a different kind of chemical and uh, signal which is called an alarm pheromone. So what you can see is that ants have a very sophisticated way to speak to each other. They have their own language and they actually communicate through pheromones. So that's how they actually share information about the cookie crumbs you've left out or other great food sources they find. So keep looking at ants in New Hampshire. You see, that's funny. I'm always looking for cookie trails. <laughs> it's just like every day, where is the cookie trail that will lead me to the mother cookie load? Use your nose next time. <laughs> I guess I should. <laughs> Okay, we have one last question. This one comes from Bella, who lives in South Korea. She recorded this with her mom. My question is, why do bats get up at night, not in the day? Great question. Why do you think that is, Bella? Because I think there's more insects at night. That's a good idea. Every time I go outside around our porch light, I always see so many bugs. I'm just tempted to like grab them and sprinkle them on a hamburger. <laughs> I know. No one's even eating them. <laughs> I asked Michaela Jemison of Bat Conservation International to help us find out. You might remember her from our show about why bats hang upside down. Hi, Bella. 
That's a really interesting question, and it's something that scientists have been thinking about for a very long time. We have lots of ideas about why this may be, but we're not exactly sure why. One of the reasons why we think bats may fly at night and not really much during the day is that there are a lot more predators that could eat bats during the day if they were flying around. So by flying at night in the dark, it's a lot harder for predators like other birds of prey to try and catch them and eat them. Another reason why、uh, scientists think that they might fly at night has to do with how hot they get. So some scientists actually have been measuring、uh, what we call metabolism. So how much energy the bats use, and actually how much energy the bats use to fly. When they measured the bats flying at night versus flying during the day, they found that bats were using 15% more energy during the day, and they had much higher core body temperatures. So they were much hotter. These kind of scientists kind of thought that maybe one of the reasons why bats fly at night is because flying takes a lot of energy and makes them really hot and can really hurt the bats if they overheat. But so by flying at night, it keeps them cooler and they use less energy and are able to fly much further and faster that way. So those are some thoughts about why we think bats fly at night, but scientists are still trying to answer that question. Wow! So we still don't know why bats are nocturnal, why they're awake during the night. I know you'll think we would know that by now, but there's still so much we don't know. So let's study some more bats. Yeah, that's fun. I always like studying bats. Let's put them on treadmills. All right. <laughs> Thanks to all of our listeners who ask questions: Paloma Rose Martinez Blumenthal, Liesel Greger, and Bella Haney. And thanks to the scientists who answered: Joe Hansen, Corey Moreau, and Michaela Jemison. Also, thanks to Sam Brash who recorded our audio at our tumble bug party. If you want to do your own bug hunt, we have a free downloadable worksheet available when you pledge a dollar or more to our Patreon campaign. Which you can find at our website tumblepodcast dot com or patreon dot com slash tumblepodcast. Sarah Lentz is our associate producer. I'm Lindsay Patterson, and I host and produce this show. And I'm Marshall Escamilla, and I write all the music. Stay tuned for more stories of science discovery. <laughs>